Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price. Kyle, what's up? I'm I'm great, man. I'm actually just going to take a back seat to what's happening next right now. I feel it's coming. You've been, you've been waiting for this moment. Uh, you know, to say I've been waiting would be insincere. I don't think I've been waiting. I've just been anticipating well, this moment for years, yeah. and now it's here. Quickly, shout out to Tim. Tim's here. Tim Buck too. Forgot to say hello to him when we started the show. What's up, man? There he is. Um, but yeah, so obviously for those of you that don't live under a rock, you guys. Are, are obviously paying attention. If you're here right now, you're probably a Browns fan. Deshaun Watson is a Cleveland Brown. Woo! I have been speaking this into existence for well over 365 days. It's been a long time. I think they listened, finally. I have just, I, I knew he was an upgrade over Baker. I knew he was available when he requested the trade a year ago. I thought, what perfect team for this guy to go to than the Cleveland Browns. And I spent countless, countless times you did. arguing with people about how Baker's okay. No knock on Baker. He's okay. And people got so fucking mad. It's crazy how blind Browns fans can really be. They, they see the Browns through their fan eyes, not through actual football eyes. And they just think because Baker had one mediocre season that he's the greatest thing that's ever happened to Cleveland sports. And that couldn't have been further from the truth. I, I don't think it's because that he had a great season. I think that people in Cleveland just connected with Baker as the individual. I think what sold people in Baker, remember that that famous part of the Indians game? Um, oh, where back, he uh, back chugged when the they beer. were Indians, where they yeah. chugged the beer and did the thing back to the shirt. I think at that moment, people were like, oh, that's my guy. That's my guy. See, Lee's, Lee's with us. Baker Mayfield literally is one of the worst quarterbacks in football when it comes to statistics. If you look at his numbers, he is a bottom-tier quarterback. Browns fans just refuse to listen to that. Right. And I argued till I was blue in the face. I actually, I'm humble now. I'm mature. Yes. I'm 33. I just had a birthday last week. Yeah, okay. I, I, I no longer have time to argue. I just don't. It's just it's too much work. I don't have time to tell people how sports work. That's on them. It hurts at this you point. to walk away from arguments, though. I know. To an extent, there's also it's to the point now where I just when you're so right about something, it's almost to the point of like this is like arguing that Michael Jordan is not a better basketball player than Isaac Okoro. That's kind of how it feels. That's like wow, that's a that's a stretch. That's how it feels to me. <laughs> that's literally because it, it got to the point where like I couldn't I couldn't force people to understand the, the information that I was giving them about Baker and the fact that they couldn't grasp it. It started to just irritate me to where I just kept arguing and it's like. I gotta stop doing that. These people are just dumb. It was bad for your health. They're, exactly. They're never gonna accept it. So I'm just gonna have to let nature take its course, and it has, ladies and gentlemen. Behind me, Deshaun Watson, other hand, how, my bad. Look how good uh, he looks in that uniform. He looks great in that uniform. He really does. I mean, it's look like it, it's a match made in heaven. I just um, love the fact that when the news dropped, I was sitting there. I was, I think, I was doing work, and I got the notification on my watch. I looked down, and it's like Deshaun Watson is now chosen to go to the Browns. I'm like, this has to be a fake account. I look What's it up. up. It was confirmed, and I remember I texted you. I think you were grocery shopping at the time. I was. So, to we'll, we'll really quick. I'll get into the stats with Sean and Baker and all that in a second. We'll talk about that. That was a good point you brought up. So we'll talk about that. But yeah, so I'm I'm at the grocery store. I'm at Giant Eagle. I work till three thirty. I'm there. It's like three forty. 
I'm walking around the store. My phone just starts blowing up. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I check it, texts, tweets, the works. I'm getting blown up. And everyone's going, Watson changed his mind. He's coming to Cleveland. And I'm like, there's no way. There's absolutely right. no way this is true. Because we're the first ones out. Yeah. And so I go on Twitter and I'm like, somebody got duped by a fake Adam Schefter account or whatever. This can't be real. Next thing I know, it, it's 100% real. He was coming here and they gave him t- 230 million reasons to come here. Yeah, they backed up that money truck to and, uh, say, we're a good reason to come here. And I mean, depending on obviously anyone's rankings are, are biased. It's up to you. It's It's subjective. To me, Deshaun Watson's a top five quarterback. If you want to say top ten, that's fair, but I don't think he's any lower than top ten. So for any fan to say that this isn't a huge upgrade, they're just lying to themselves. Right. And that's kind of where I'm at with the arguing with people about about Watson. If you can't accept that he's the better quarterback, then honestly, you should probably just stop watching sports. That's where I'm at. That's the, that's where I'm at with this with with the fans. And I want to get back to the stat conversation because I. A lot of research. I did a lot of research the last couple of days because I've seen, like you've seen, yeah. a lot of people putting out the, the basic stats, the basic stats of touchdowns to interceptions to wins to whatever. But there's so much more that goes into being a quarterback that's not being talked about that Deshaun is blowing Baker out of the water with, and nobody I mean, wants to talk about. Also about Deshaun Watson, yeah. If you look at the the passing numbers specifically, they're not too far off. However. Deshaun Watson missed half of his rookie season. He tore his ACL in, in, in practice. So half a season missing. Add on an extra, I forgot how many games. He played like seven games his rookie year, so you add on another nine games. Right. He already had 19 touchdowns at that seven-game mark. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield set the rookie touchdown passing record the next year, and fans, again, something fans still use as an argument for Baker Mayfield, his rookie touchdown passing record. Like, that fucking means anything in 2022. It doesn't. Sorry to break the news to everybody, but it means shit. However... Deshaun Watson was well on his way to blow past that record if he never got hurt. And that's a lot of stats that would help him be even higher up from Baker. And then you add into consideration his rushing stats. Deshaun Watson's got, I forgot the exact numbers off the top of my head, but a a lot more rushing touchdowns than Baker Mayfield, a lot more rushing yards. That extra athleticism, the dynamic playmaking ability is something that we've never had on this team. Something that Baker Mayfield could never bring to this team. Right. The dangerous thing about Deshaun is that he's he's a passer first and a runner second. 100%. 100%. He can make plays happy. It's like, obviously, he's way more athletic, but it's like Aaron Rodgers. Right. Aaron Rodgers doesn't choose to run, but he can run if needed. He is funny when he runs, though, Aaron Rodgers. He makes a count. I mean, I'll give him credit. But to, to Deshaun's point, though, like, he looks to pass the ball or get the ball down the field before yeah. he decides to break out of that pocket and run for it. And when he runs for it, he's damn good at it. Yeah. And that, 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 that's what makes him far more superior. I, I just don't understand how it's so hard to wrap people's heads around it. Like, I get it, the loyalty to Baker Mayfield, and, and and people are going to go down swinging. They're going to go down and die by this opinion with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, and the playoff record, that's a, another thing people like to bring up because Watson only won one game. Um, Watson did go on to face the Kansas City Chiefs in the second round in, in his third year in the league, and they lost 51-31. to 31. Deshaun Watson had 400 yards passing, yep. two touchdowns in the air, Preach it. and a rushing touchdown. He put up 31 points against the Kansas City Chiefs. His defense gave up 51. So you're saying that the quarterback cannot be everywhere to win a game. So you're saying that win-loss records doesn't really matter when it comes to a quarterback. Win-loss records mean absolutely nothing. That's not To me, that's not a stat. That's mind-blowing to some people, though, because they tend to use that a lot. To fit narratives, people will use win-loss records. For instance, bitter Steeler fans. 
We'll get to them in a little bit. But bitter Steeler fans a lot lately have been showing, because they have nothing else to go off of, they're showing win-loss records of Mitch Trubisky and Deshaun Watson. Because that's all they have at this point. Oh Steeler God. fans are fucking desperate, and I love every second of it. But <laughs> back to Deshaun. So, yeah, in that playoff game against the Chiefs where he lost, he faced Patrick Mahomes for four quarters. He didn't face Patrick Mahomes for a half and then couldn't beat Chad Henney because that happened to Baker. Deshaun Watson beat Patrick Mahomes or, or, or went up against Patrick Mahomes and had to face him for an entire quarter or an entire game, and his defense gave up 51 points. Yeah. Nobody's going to win a game like that. I don't care who you have at quarterback. If your defense is giving up 51 points, it's a lose-lose situation. Was that when, uh, when uh, Watt came up to him and said, I'm sorry, Deshaun? Yeah, I think that, that was it because – the, the next year, um, Deshaun was suspended, and J.J. Watt went and played in yep. Arizona. Yeah, Deshaun Watson, I mean, I don't know. I just know where your Baker's news goes. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That wasn't the same year because they played one more year together because that was the year that uh, – Chip, I don't think anybody said that anybody – we're saying Baker's as good as, say, raped. What? Yeah, he's trying. He's trying really hard to come up with like like Raplesburger fits because there's actually an R in Roethlisberger chipper. Rapeson for Watson. He doesn't even have an R in the name, so it's you're reaching. There, there's an R word for you. Reaching. That's what Steeler fans are doing right now, trying to come up with clever shit about Deshaun Watson. And I love the fact that you're saying there's no way Baker's as good as him, but I mean that's fine. I mean you you know it's false, and I understand <clears throat> what you're trying to do, but it's fine. It's fine. We let no, it go. No, no, Chipper's defending Deshaun. Oh, I see. He's saying okay. you can't say Baker's even close, but. It's that bad joke at the end that just throws off the whole the whole sentence. It's tough to to grasp. I got what you were trying to go for, Chipper. But again, you Steeler fans have to be a little more creative than this. Doing the memes with with Bill Cosby's pictures, Deshaun Watson. That's great. It is a funny picture, though. It's funny, but <laughs> when we get to facts here in a little bit about the allegations, we're gonna spit some truth. But <clears throat> Browns did trade a haul. Yeah. So I mean, they traded the haul, but why did the haul get updated like three days later? Did you notice that the, 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 the fourth-round pick got squeezed in there? It wasn't part of the first part Yeah. That came um, out. I mean, I actually I have no idea why that happened. If anything, it could just be Andrew Barry loves to keep things a secret. Right. So if anything, I could see it being like Andrew Barry told the Texans, like, here's what we're going to disclose just to make sure he can trust people. And then a couple days later, the truth came out because the NFL had to release it. Yeah, because after that update, it's, it's a, lot of, a lot of picks. I mean, it added one extra pick for the Browns and one extra pick in return. Right. So it was it was a wash basically. We gave up an extra fourth round pick in 2024, and we get back a sixth round pick in 2024. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not that big of a deal. But overall, here are the picks. I have them all written down. Three first round picks starting this year, 2022, 2022, 2023, 2024 first round picks gone. I can live with that. As I said before, I had to talk you into Deshaun Watson a little bit. A little bit, just a little but bit. But when we were talking about draft picks, I get it. As a Browns fan, when your team sucks, you love draft picks. That's all you get and get excited about. You can't get excited for the season. You get excited for the draft. We no longer have to worry about that now. So to trade those picks for a franchise-altering quarterback like Deshaun Watson is a brilliant move. Fuck those draft picks. We don't need them. And Andrew Barry is such a genius. I have to give him credit. He's playing chess while the rest of the league is playing tic-tac-toe. Andrew Barry is so fucking smart. He's outsmarting everybody. And I'll get to another example of that in a minute, but I want to talk about the picks. So he was able to keep our second-round picks. Genius move. Only had to give up one third-round pick in 2023. And then again, as I said, 2022, 2024, fourth-round picks for Deshaun Watson. And we got a sixth-round pick back. Yeah. Great trade. It's crazy. I love it. Brilliant. And that's the thing, though, is like what you're saying about the how people overvalue draft picks. Like, I, I couldn't... 
I've gotten so many back and forth arguments about how the value of trade trades or the, the picks you oh you're saying your first round picks not valuable. No, I'm not saying it's not valuable, but at the end of the draft, it's not as valuable as you think it is. Basically, you have to look, play the odds. No team drafts 1,000%. No team gets hits every single pick every year. Right. So your first-round picks, let's say we keep those three, those three first-round picks. Maybe we hit two of them, mm-hmm. which is good, but maybe you hit them. And also, we're not a bad enough team to where we're drafting for a franchise-changing top-10 player. Right. You have to hope you strike gold. So maybe we get two out of those three players to be good maybe borderline great. You traded three of those for a proven great player. Right. I like those odds. I mean, how many how many first-round picks can you go back in the last 10 years that have been showstoppers for the Browns? Not many. Two? Three? I mean, three, maybe? Mm, yeah, I mean, Greg Newsom's been great. Miles, too. Obviously, Miles was a no-brainer. <coughs> I mean, but, I mean... Um, Denzel Ward has been fantastic. So you have... That's three. Three in the last 10 years? That, I mean, and, and you're playing. You want to say that we need to hold on to those first round picks when you right. could have a proven Pro Bowl quarterback. And those those drafts, obviously, Miles and Denzel were back to back. But Greg Newsom was three years after that. Yeah. So it's not like these are all consecutive first round picks. So it, it was great. Here we go. We got some comments. Remember when the Browns drafted in the first round and they took Justin Gilbert and Johnny Manziel? Exactly. Horrible drafts. They took some terrible players in the past. We've taken Barkevius Mingo in the top 10. Right. I mean, the list, we could spend the whole show talking about bad draft picks. Fuck them picks. I saw the black Amen and white picture of uh, Andrew Barry where it's like, you know, it's like, fuck them kids. Said, and it's fuck, fuck them picks. picks. It's yep. exactly what it is because we don't need them. Andrew Barry is a fucking genius. And to, to my point of why he's a genius, I can add to it. He changed the quarterback contract market. Oh god, it's fucked changed now. it. I think it changed contracts period cuz you see oh, yeah. guaranteed that everyone wants got huge to. guaranteed money. You see that ty- that Tyreek today yeah, got Yeah, what he gets 60 guaranteed, 70. So much. Yeah. So, long story short, yes, we did give Deshaun Watson a 230 million dollar fully guaranteed contract. And what do we got Browns proof picking people in the first round? Yeah, absolutely. First round picks for the Browns don't usually end well, so give me the proven Deshaun Watson. Yep. But back to Andrew Barry, so he gave Deshaun Watson this huge Same contract. Thing the Dolphins are saying, <laughs> Brian, he's a huge Dolphins fan, by the way. I hope you're happy with your pick today, Brian. By the way. Yeah, I mean Tyreek Hill's a great wide receiver. It's a shame the guy it's playing quarterback it's can't get him the ball. I was gonna say it. He's. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that meme today of the old lady like looking down, like looking down, like it's something. It's that's Tua looking down where he's sixty yards down the field, and Tua doesn't know where he's at right now. And I mean, the best part for Tyreek Hill is his speed because when Tua throws it up and it looks like a fucking punt, and it's twenty yards away, he can <laughs> run in to catch it because there's no way Tua can hit him in stride. But um, uh, poor but Dolphins. so Andrew Barry did reset the quarterback market, and it's brilliant when you think about it because he did it now with this current draft cap. A cap, like the salary cap. It changes in two years, I think. Yeah. It's going to be going up tremendously oh, yeah. when that TV, TV money deals. hits. So we're paying Deshaun Watson. He's set for the next five years. Don't have to worry about a thing. You know who's due for a contract? Lamar Jackson. Oh, God. Lamar Jackson's going to want more money than Deshaun Watson. That's how players are. They're greedy. Look at Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, bitch to, to Kansas City, I want more money than Devontae Adams or I'm fucking leaving. And they said, we can't afford that. See you later. So now Lamar Jackson's going to guarantee he's going to demand from the Ravens, I want more money than Deshaun Watson. Did you hear anything about Hill wanting to be traded going into this offseason? I heard I heard no rumors. No, about it happened that. recently because the Devontae because Adams trade. Because right, but I'm saying so, going into this, you know, No, they, they were happy. They off they yeah. made him a huge offer. They wanted to keep him. Right. But he wanted way more than they could offer and they said this is the, the most we can do, take it or leave it, and he said fuck you, leave it, and they said all right, we got to move on. That's crazy. That's just how business I mean, is in the NFL how, nowadays. However, the Chiefs Got a haul in return for him. Oh, they did. I mean, it was 
crazy what they got, and good for them. It just it it's good for the Browns, but it's also bad because you look at it in two ways. We'll talk about the, the trades later, but really quick. So they lose Tyreek Hill, who is a staple of their offense. I think he makes their offense tick. He's gone. Right. So as a Browns fan, my initial thought is good. Their offense is going to be worse, but they have all these extra first round where they have extra draft picks now, and this is a loaded wide receiver class. So, so if they come crazy. away with two or three, or you know even just two, really good top tier wide receivers in this class. They now have these young guys on rookie contracts. There's also some solid defensive players in this pick too. Absolutely, and they need a they're little gonna, bit of everything. They're going to get they're going to get some good some good return on that. So that's the one thing that sucks. And then you look at Miami. You look at you know they're they're a 500 team. <coughs> you add Tyreek Hill to the mix. Again, I said it from the beginning. I'm not a huge Tua fan, so. I don't know how how Tyreek Hill is really going to work with them. They do have Mike McDaniel now as the head coach, and he's a run heavy, uh, run offense just like they were doing in San Francisco. Yeah. And you add Tyreek Hill to the mix, and that's just kind of like where the hell is he going to fit in? You have a speedster going into a run heavy offense, so it's going to be interesting. And yeah, Byron Pringle right now is the number one wide receiver basically in well Juju in Kansas City. Good luck with that. I'm not worried about their offense as of today. That could change dramatically. After the draft, Antonio Brown going to the Chiefs. Heard here. I mean, him and him and uh, Josh Gordon would probably get along pretty well. <laughs> him and Juju, they can do TikTok videos together. But back to Andrew Barry really quick. So Lamar Jackson's going to want a huge contract. He's going to say, "I want to be paid more than Deshaun Watson. I want an MVP." So you're saying that Andrew's crippling the, the the Ravens right now? Then you look at a team like the Bengals. Joe Burrow's going into year three. He's about to be eligible for a contract extension. Yeah. He's going to say, I took you motherfuckers to the Super Bowl. I want a contract. I want a contract bigger than Lamar, bigger than Deshaun Watson. And then you look at Pittsburgh, who's trying to stay afloat with Mitch Trubisky. I don't know what their plan is at quarterback. I have to think they're going to take a wide, or they're going to draft a quarterback this year. And if they do, then, you know, if they hit it, good. They're good for five years. Kenny Smallhands Pickett coming this year. Or Malik Willis. I mean, they've got options, and either they do that or they have to get a veteran who's going to want to come with a new contract. Right. They're going to have to pay. So Andrew Barry is crippling the AFC North, and, and not even just the North for that matter, just the AFC in general, because you look at Justin Herbert's going to want a contract. Two is going to want a contract eventually, if they plan on keeping him. You never know what that situation. But there's plenty of young quarterbacks that are going to be getting paid within the next five years, and those contracts are just going to go, I want more than this guy, is, I want more than that guy. Is Jackson due for one this year or is it next year? So Lamar Jackson was drafted in the same class as Baker. He's going into his fifth-year option this year. So he's still playing on his rookie deal right now. So he's playing on his rookie deal. He has no agent. He represents himself. The Smart. rumor that I've everything I've seen says the Ravens are willing to, to, to work with him and sign him immediately. He doesn't want it. He wants some tremendous amount of money because he's representing himself. So he's going about it all wrong. So he's going to be basically playing on a one-year contract this year. They could always tag him next year. But he wants to get paid. Oh, boy. And they are, they're not on the same page, from my understanding. So I love it. I, I couldn't be happier about what Andrew Berry did. We have our quarterback locked up for five years. Yeah. The rest of the AFC North can't say the same. Mm. I'm excited, man. Playing chess. All right. So as we had the uh, extremely lame joke from Chipper, rapes and it's the, the he, allegations. I think he saw himself out. He hit the joke and left. So. <clears throat> yeah, he, liked, he did it like a George Costanza, except the joke missed. <laughs> He's like, all right, that's it. That's enough for me. All right. But uh, but anyway, so we know the allegations. Fans are split. Here's my take on the matter. If you're split as a Browns fan, I understand. I get it. This is me speaking my piece. I'll look you guys in the eye here. If you're upset, if you have a daughter, if you have a wife, if you have any, any tie that makes you feel upset about all this, totally understood. However, 
you were a fan of this team that's made Jim Brown the face of the organization as long as you've been alive, pretty much, as long as I've been alive. Google Jim Brown's history. Jim Brown was legitimately charged with rape and assault of a female. Deshaun Watson was just alleged in a very, very fishy situation. Let's just call it like it is. Fishy. Jim Brown was... He's the face of the Browns still. If you check their their Instagram account, they're posting pictures of him daily. Not one Browns fan has ever complained about that. We get to Sean Watson, all of a sudden everyone's like, how could they? How could the organization do this to us fans? This is such a black eye on the team, blah, blah, blah. Speaking of black eyes, Jim Brown used to give them out for free to women. And you're mad about this guy who likes a hand job? That's what you're mad about? Uh, sorry, blowjob. A couple blowjobs, mostly rubbing tugs. Not a big deal. Who cares? <laughs> so, Jim Brown was not a good person. But again, he is the face of the organization. Deshaun Watson likes to get massages. He is a powerful, rich athlete. If breaking news for anybody at home that doesn't know this, rich, powerful athletes can get ass. They fuck all the time. I, I, I didn't know this. I, I know some ex-Cleveland Brown athletes that, that are no longer here that ran through half of Cleveland when in, in their time here. Good for them. They would hang out on West 6th, and they would bring back new women every single day of the week. That's, that's great. Never got a bad thing said about them. They weren't doing anything illegal, nothing wrong. That's just what young men do. They like to get off when you have that kind of power. Deshaun Watson just liked to do it in a weirder way than most. He enjoyed a nice massage with a happy ending. Maybe a little sucky-sucky. It happens. It's not that big of a deal. The fact that all 22 of these women are going to the same lawyer, the same representation, is fishy. That's something that normally doesn't happen. The fact that it went to a grand jury and they said, we can't find anything to charge him criminally, speaks volumes. The fact that Deshaun has maintained his innocence this entire time and he let it go to a grand jury without settling, he refused to settle, speaks volumes. Yeah. Because... Our friend Ben Raplesberger, for those of you watching at home, he went through a similar situation that some Steeler fans are trying to compare. It's there he is. Smooth transition. There he is sitting on the bench right after he tried to force a woman in the bathroom and she got away. That's Ooh. the look that he usually has. No, no, he, he chases them down. This is the uh, literal one that got away. Got him upset. And, and Chipper, it is fishy. If you don't agree with that, then I mean, I, again... I can't argue with people and make you understand things. The fact that it came out after he requested a trade. The fact that the neighbor of the owner is the lawyer representing these women. The fact that all 22 of them are using this one Busby lawyer who's a bit of a clown. I don't know if you've ever seen him. He's a bit of a joke. They took it to a grand jury. Before, well, before they took it to a grand jury, they tried to make Deshaun Watson pay them. He refused. And they took it to a grand jury thinking, all right, this will get him to pay. He refused. He beat the grand jury. Now there's still nothing against this guy legally, criminally at all. They're taking him to civil court. I could take Chipper to civil court if I go, I don't like this guy's bushes. You can sue somebody in civil court for fucking anything. So that means nothing to me. Ben likes some other bushes. Yeah, ben loves them. Ben, ben, Ben's going to go to civil court for the bar because they didn't have good enough lighting in the bathrooms that he used to rape people in. Yikes. So. Yikes. <laughs> so... Just my, my two cents on the thing, and I just just reading the, what I've read too, and you've read the same thing. I have to say that out of the twenty-two women, and again, 
talking about Ball's stance, and I'm going to say that because obviously it's a serious topic, is we're not all about, you know, obviously we take things serious when it comes to women's allegations. It is what it is. You have to take it serious. I, we are behind 100%. that. But with that said, when you look deeper into this, out of the 22 that happened, only two of them, maybe two or three, actually have have come forward with legit, like, he, he phys- physical stuff happened. Yes. Right? The other 20 or 19 people are like, he talked dirty to me. He moved his body in a way that made me touch his genitals. Or yeah. he whipped it out in front of me. Or he slapped my butt. Again, I'm not saying that that's okay. I get it. It's not consensual. It is what it is. But it's not running a woman down into the bathroom and raping her. With there an is audience. A difference. With there an audience and witnesses. There is a difference. So, <clears throat> again, I, I and I told before we started the show, I want to know the the part of the story that everyone's researching and looking into. There was like 18, 19 teams that wanted Deshaun Watson right off the bat, right after that 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 criminal case got dropped. That's what I love about this is that more than half of the NFL wanted, a wanted Deshaun him. Watson. Then they only got it down to the final four. Right. And fans waited, and they waited, and then all of a sudden, the Browns got him. Correct. So now it's, Browns are a horrible organization. How could they, they do this? They sold their soul to get Deshaun Watson. Meanwhile, nobody's mentioned the Panthers, who were willing to do all of these things to get him. Or the Falcons, who had like a who were, massive trade line. It was like him. fucking like the, the, the last hour. Right. They were about to get it. It was like Benghazi. Right. And here's the thing. is like, clearly, every team did their due, due diligence on this guy. And at, at some point, they had a light bulb go up and said, you know what? We're good going forward with this. So there's something that people don't know, the public doesn't know yet, that's there, that's in the depositions or the conversations or whatever the investigation they've done, that's there that people know and say, you know what, we're fine moving forward by giving this guy $240 million of guaranteed money to bring him to our football team. Because we know that going forward, this is not either going to be a big issue, maybe a minor issue, but we're good going forward with it. If there was legit meat to the potatoes and, the, and whatever take it as you want to that they they would not give this guy that much money if they thought that he's going to be suspended or thrown in jail or anything like that going forward and that's the other thing too that i have um for for people that again people are desperate people are jealous that the browns came away with deshaun watson so they're they're of course trying to shit on it as much as they can i mean it's funny nobody's mentioning tyree kill today tyree kill was traded for a haul Tyreek Hill was just given a the biggest contract for a wide receiver in NFL history. Tyreek Hill beat up his pregnant girlfriend before. Tyreek Hill has been in trouble for domestic abuse for hitting. I think he hit a kid. He's, he's also beat his kids. Yeah. He beat his kid. He beat his pregnant girlfriend. I hope there's donations going on in Miami right and those, now. Those those happened. Like yeah. these aren't allegations. He did these things, and nobody says a fucking word. No. Deshaun Watson has some allegations. How many teams has Adrian Peterson jumped on over the last couple of years? Still in the league. I mean, he was just in the league last year. He's been in trouble with the law for beating his kid, Beat too. Beat his kid. And then he just got in trouble for assaulting his wife on a plane. Right. So his career's probably over. Right. I mean, I get it. It's another man. But Alvin Kamara just beat up a guy in Vegas a couple of weeks, that, months ago. Talk about something that's no been one swept, said a word. swept under the rug so quickly. Not, not a fucking word talked about it. Speaking of the Saints, though, Alvin Kamara beats up a guy in Vegas. It's Nobody talks about it. They were one of the final four teams to get Deshaun Watson also. Nobody's I, I talking about the teams that tried. willing to sell their soul for him, huh? And then for the people that are using, because again, people are desperate. They're jealous. I love it. I embrace it. Give me more of your jealousy. It, it keeps me up. It, it gives me my fucking energy in the morning. I need it. So the people that are using the, the excuse of the Browns never talk to any of the, the, uh, the women. You can't. And that's the other thing, too, is they said, well, if we talk to these women... It's going to get out that we met. We don't want everybody to know who met with them. They're not and, legally allowed to, I don't believe. 
I don't know. They have to speak through We the are getting lawyer. the caller, guys. Oh, we're getting a call? Let's, let's put them through. We got our Thank first. Thank you for calling the Fitz Trash Bank Clean, uh, Cleaning Services LLC hotline. Our first caller ever. Tim. Tim, it's me. It's Mel. What's up, man? Oh, what's going on? It's from Mel from. Uh, I'm chilling, man. I'm chilling. Just showing, from showing some support to my real life family, man. What's going on? What's up? Good to talk to you. Okay. I hear y'all talking about the Watson thing and all the allegations and such. So let's put this in this perspective because I'm with y'all on this. Start off, we already knew that the Texas, Texas organization was very, very sketchy. Absolutely. It's been documented. It's been seen. It's the reason Watt left. It's the reason Clowney left. It's the reason Hopkins left. So those are your three star players outside of Watson that left because the organization is sketchy. Now, when our good old uh, franchise quarterback says the same thing, he says, yeah, everybody's been sketchy. The organization isn't who they pretend to be, and I want out. And all of a sudden, 22 women come out of nowhere and say he did something to them. Nobody thinks that's funny. Very, very fishy timing. I would agree with that 100%. <laughs> On top of that, the lawyer that's handling the 22 women's case also lives right next door to the owner of the team. Weird how that happens, right? Yeah, what's his name? Tony Busby or something like that? And he's a weird yeah. dude. He's a weird-looking dude. Look him up. Yeah. And I just got hold of the deposition, or whatever they call it, and Watson asked for a jury trial. But he didn't get it from the grand jury because he got cleared. So in my mind, if I clear all three, I clear the NFL, I clear grand jury, and I clear Houston PD's investigations, what else do you want from me? That's exactly what I was going to get it's at. It's the court of public opinion right now that he's 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 going in battle against, sadly. And, and the words of Shannon Sharp, this NFL that's here right now, you're guilty until proven innocent. But if I'm watching, and I've been saying this since it happened, if I'm watching, I cleared all three investigations. That's three. Mind you, grand jury ain't handpicked, okay? Those are already set in place. So if I cleared the grand jury, not only that, I cleared judge, jury, and executioner in Roger Goodell's execution. I sit out for a year while this was going on. Right. And then I follow up with a six-month Houston PD investigation, and I clear all three. What the hell else do you people want from me? That's exactly where I was getting at, too. I appreciate the call, Ramel. It was great talking to you, man. Absolutely, buddy. Thanks for always, calling. Always, man, always. Appreciate the love. Thank you. So so to get with what Ramel was saying, 100% agree. That's a point that I was going to make about the fans that are split down the middle, the fans that are, are un, undecisive. What else can Deshaun Watson do to, to prove his innocence or to, to win your trust? Because there's people that are going, oh, I don't want this guy around my kids, and I wouldn't trust him. I have a daughter. I don't want him anywhere near him, blah, blah, blah. The guy has defended his innocence. He has let this go as far as it can in the United States legal system, and he's won at every corner, and everyone still goes, oh, I don't like this. It's making me un uneasy feeling. Since day what one, else can he do? Since day one when this came public, he went silent. Yeah, He went zero dark 30, as LeBron used to do back in the day in playoffs. He stayed off all social media. He didn't do any public appearances, nothing. He did what was asked of him. He kept his innocence. He said one thing. I did not do this, and it was silent until until the end of the. He said something about like let God. Yeah, let whatever. Let God be, or whatever. Right. I don't know. I'm not really. So after know after the grand jury threw it out, then he spoke again. Then he said, "Look, I, I the entire time I have proclaimed that I have not done this." 
So I agree. Right now, it's it's the public versus Deshaun, sadly. And I'm curious to see how these civil cases go. He's giving deposition. He's been giving deposition every freaking day. He's yeah. supposed to be here yesterday for a physical, but he couldn't be because of his deposition he had to do. So he's doing it every day. He's willingly going in there and speaking what he has to speak to. He's, he's His story has not changed. I, I I even think he did come out, and his lawyer came out and spoke for him, that he did say yes one of the times. We ha- she gave me a blowjob. It was consensual, though. Yeah. I didn't force her. It happened. And you know what? That's that's pretty much as far as he's admitted to. And it is what it is. He's single. Go get and go get blowed, dude. It's fine. It happens. Again, where where I was talking about with Steeler fans and just just non Browns fans in general that are clearly just jealous of this whole situation. Twitter is a shit show right now. It really is. It's, it's full of people that you know they're they're all just full of shit. Everyone's it's it's a it's a look at me moment. It's I can post about how bad the Browns are for hiring or for for signing this guy instead of acknowledging again a guy like Tyreek Hill or a guy like uh, Greg Hardy back in the day, or oh, he's a good Greg, Greg. Any any other NFL player, Ray Lewis. Look at how how highly coveted Ray Lewis was with his allegations of a murder. You have Ben Allegedly. Roethlisberger, who after the Monday night game against the Browns, he got a fucking two hour special on ESPN about going to re- retiring, how great his great career was. No mention of his allegations. Why is that? How come only Deshaun Watson's the bad guy to everybody right now, but you praise a guy like Ben Roethlisberger? You know why? Time. Exactly. Time Time and winning. Time and winning heals everything. 100%. And the the, the jealous Steeler fans are coming up with any excuse. They they use the excuse of during the the grand jury trial or whatever hearing, Deshaun Watson, he was pleading the fifth. Every lawyer that's a professional said, that's exactly what I would have told my client to do. That's just common practice. Right. He's not pleading the fifth because he's hiding anything. He's just listening to his fucking lawyer. He's been listening to him. And when they need him to talk and tell them things, he tells them everything they need to know. And guess what he's doing right now? He's speaking on every 22 case right now. He's getting a deposition every single thing he's been asked of. He's And and that's the thing, too. Just backing up, and I I hate whatever's sticking on this so long, but it's a big deal. Every single thing that um, the Haslam's have done, did you, did you read the story about how they've been investigating this since like November? They've had private oh, yeah. investigators involved. They had, they've had people looking into it and following and, and reading into it, speaking to people. So for so those of you that have been, been with doing talking about balls for a while, back in November, December, whatever, I remember you and I talked about it. There was that Sports Illustrated article yeah, that it thing. came out really, really quickly and then it disappeared. Right. That the Browns were in, had acquired, inquired, about Deshaun Watson before the trade deadline. Nobody really ran with that story. Right. I saw it. It was Sports Illustrated. It's not like it's some podunk fucking town newspaper that you've never heard of and you don't trust it. This was Sports Illustrated. They they posted an article that said the Browns inquired about Deshaun Watson. And I remember seeing that and going, holy shit, they at least tried. I right. give them credit for right. that. Absolutely. And I have to imagine before they inquired, they did their due diligence then. Right. And it's only had That's more time to learn. Yeah. They've had months to learn everything about this case. They've probably followed him in the last couple months, had people watching his actions. They've probably been, been in doing. contact with his legal department Absolutely. or his legal team, whatever you call it. So, I mean, to say that the team just said, you know what, fuck it, we're going to run with it and you just got all this money, that's that's ignorant, man. I mean, honestly, they, they've done the homework, and they they brought this guy in willing to, to risk it for what he's going through, knowing the outcome is going to be in the favor of the Browns going forward. Yeah. And again, if you're a Browns fan and you're on the fence, own it. Not even on the fence. If you're a Browns fan and you've oh. made a post in the last five days and you put 
I'm done with the Browns. I'm never watching them again. Like, there was a guy in this memorabilia group that I'm a part of who posted, I'm done with the Cleveland Browns. I'm selling all my Browns memorabilia. Here's my Jim Brown stuff for anybody that wants to buy it. I commented on it because I'm a dick, and I said, selling Jim Brown stuff because you're mad at Deshaun. How ironic. You're a dick. He he didn't like that very much. I've been told. (laughs) That's the rumor. There's certain people that I'm friends with that have said the same thing, that they're done with the Browns, that they hate the Browns. They can't believe it. And like you said, you and I have talked back and forth on this. I hope you fucking own it. I hope after the Browns go on a winning streak and they're winning and they get to the championship, the AFC championship, and God and and I hope to God they get to a Super Bowl. I do not want to see one fucking post, one text, one fucking parade that you're part of if they win it because you said you were done with them because of the trade. Yeah, it, it's March 23rd. Obviously, you have time to 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 rethink. I'll give you that. But if you don't make a redemption of what you said and how much shit you talked about Watson, but you think you're going to go tailgating right. in, in September. Oh, you're going to look for a new team? Yeah. Detroit you, Lions, is that a, is that a favorable team for you? have got some fucking nerve because these people are just going to go right back to the Browns. They're just doing it for the attention right now. They want everyone to go, look at me. The Browns got to Sean Watson. Everyone's talking about it, but here's a post to look at me. Like the woman that posted about how she's not comfortable selling Browns clothes anymore because of that. She loves Emily and Baker Mayfield, blah, blah, blah. And someone commented and goes, you had no problem making money off the Browns with Kareem Hunt on the team. Right. And she made sure to not answer that person. No, because why not? Why would you Because want Brown to? people, again, it's a look at me moment. People are hypocritical. And, and, and people want to be people want to be part of the conversation. So they have to make these posts that they think are going to go viral or just be a, oh, my God, look at this. And let's comment. And let's get 25 comments back and forth. But you know what? Fuck off. There's basically at this point nothing Deshaun can do to win some people over. And it's just the sad truth. Now, speaking of. Jealous fans. Absolutely, Adam. Jealous, jealous AFC North teams and fans. Fans and jealous posts. Like the Pittsburgh Steelers, James brings up a thing. Pittsburgh talking about getting Baker. I don't think there's a snowball's chance in hell that they do that. They just paid uh, Mitch Trubisky two years. They're not going to pay Baker. I've seen that story ran earlier today that if the Browns end up cutting him, which they'll never fucking do, Mm -hmm. the Steelers would take him. But what other fucking team wouldn't take Baker if he got cut? Mm. Well, I know I don't think the Steelers would because aside from the playoff game, Baker's resume for against the Steelers has been abysmal. He's looked like an inept quarterback, and I kind of feel like they realize that like he's not NFL caliber. And the Steelers don't really make bad decisions. Uh, Their fans, on the other hand, they do. They so do. this is for our very own Lee. The station manager, a post that he made the other day that I just wanted to bring up to everybody's attention. I was going to comment on it, and I thought, this is a show topic. This is sports. Let's talk about it on the show. So Lee made a post the other day. If our feed gets cut, by the way. Yeah, you know it was Lee. This this is the inside job, just so you you know. So I have the post here. I'm going to read it verbatim. So this is, again, Steeler fans trying to justify their anger about this. Okay, Clowns fans, my turn. I don't want to hear a single Roethlisberger crack or anything about anyone a team picks out that has alleged sexual assault allegations from any of you that are cheering you picked up to Sean Watson. You wanted an elite quarterback, you got one. You squandered away most of the team that brought you the dance this far and scared away Beckham and Landry. If Facebook is going to warn me for making a satirical comment about our own worthless backup QB, then let's see what they do for this. Most of you that are happy about Watson are hypocrites that bashed Vic, Big Ben, and everyone else for decades. But when it came to Josh Gordon, Kareem Hunt, and that dumbass that has been arrested twice for assaulting cops and running around naked, or your own coach who was caught drunk driving, uh, you turned a blind eye. 
You've officially lost your right to bitch. With all this Watson crap, you're looking at missing at least half the season of wins. Congratulations, Clowns fans. You ran the most loyal person your team has ever seen out of town because of it. And I hope he goes to Indy or wherever and lights you up. End rant. So, a couple things that Lee fucked up I actually have to ask Lee, are you okay? Do you want a hug? That is a... That is just a bitter Steeler fan that can't accept. We can talk about it. It's fine. That it's the changing of the guard in the AFC. His team doesn't have a quarterback. They're in a rebuild, basically. We have a franchise quarterback. Things are turning around. But to comment on a couple of his things that he said, Kyle and I, before the show, even talked about Ben Roethlisberger's allegations a little bit. His allegations were in public places with witnesses. Multiple witnesses. With police with women going to the hospital to get rape kits done on them. Yes. With women refusing to go to grand juries or, or to trials because they don't want the publicity of their of their rape being put out in a public forum. This isn't the case with Deshaun Watson. You suck. These women literally wanted money That's right away. To those girls, by the way. They completely said, we want to pay out. Yeah. And then as far as some of the other things he said, he said, it, it cost you people that took you to the dance. Who? What dance did we go to? I think he just means making the playoffs. Was it we, the middle school dance? When we whooped up on the Where Steelers. Where you stand three feet away from the girl you're dancing? Hand check. Hand check. But we went to the playoffs, and the people that got ran out from that team were Baker. That's it. Fun fact. Odell Beckham Jr. tore his ACL before the playoffs. Well before the playoffs. He wasn't Didn't there. play. Jarvis Landry. He didn't get run out of town because of Baker Mayfield or Deshaun Watson. He got ran out of town because he was making a lot more money than he than he earned. That's just a business move. And then, to compare Josh Gordon to Michael Vick, Josh Gordon smoked some weed and drank alcohol and got suspended. Michael Vick murdered dogs. What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, it's compared. No, not comparable. Yeah, yeah, it's comparable. Kareem Hunt. This is a situation that we've never really talked about because it happened, I think, before we were doing our show, or maybe it didn't. But the Kareem Hunt situation is a is a tough one to talk about because me, as a as a white person, I don't know what it's like to get a racial slur thrown at me, which is allegedly what happened to Kareem Hunt, which set him off. I can't speak on that. I don't know anything about that. I don't know what that would feel like. I can only imagine it feels terrible, right? And that would enrage a person. And I feel like something what he did because if you watch the video, let's be honest, he barely touched her. He, he, people act like he kicked her fucking head off. He barely gave her a love tap and pushed her over with his foot. Not a big deal. So to compare him to a multiple rape allegation person like Ben Roethlisberger, outlandish. A then you have... A reach, maybe? Malcolm McDowell, who he's talking about, who was arrested once and then went to jail, came out of jail, went to therapy. Everyone thought he was a new person. He came, came back a new man, played great for the Browns. Nothing, not, no issues at all. Off season, while he was a free agent, ran around naked, got arrested. He's not on the Browns anymore. So it's not like we're condoning his behavior. He's not even on our team. By the way, if you have not seen the video of him, oh, it's great. I that, highly recommend it. If you haven't seen the video of him trying to tackle that that cop, that cop, I would sign the cop to a ten day contract because that cop took the the tackle and blocked pretty damn fucking well. And yeah, I agree. I agree with that, Adam. Every, all, all Steeler fans talk shit about Baker Mayfield, and now they're going, oh, you ran him out of town. You know why they're defending Baker right now? Because Baker couldn't, he rarely could beat the Steelers. He struggled against the Steelers mightily. 
So they want somebody they can beat. They want Baker there. Yeah, and Dante Stallworth, he, he killed somebody. That was uh, was, it was he, The sun was in his eyes. Was he on the Browns when that happened? It was right after his last season with the Browns. Yeah, so he didn't even but play it. But the sun was in his eyes, though. That's Yeah, it, it happens. At night. It happens. But he was another one that I don't think he, he didn't play another down with us after he killed that guy. Destruction Derby madness. Absolutely. Pretty much. But that's another one that I even use that example for the fans that are on the fence. And I said, you know, Browns fans didn't turn away from the team with Kareem Hunt. They didn't turn away with Jim Brown. They didn't turn away with Dante Stallworth. But Deshaun Watson's allegations with zero proof, they're turning their back on the Browns. Because, to me, that's the crazy well, thing. Because they want to jump. Half these fucking people who are bitching about Deshaun Watson were not even fans of the Browns before Baker got drafted. Correct. They, they jumped on, on the Browns bandwagon when Baker got drafted because Baker's that guy. Baker's that guy who shoved the flag in the middle of fucking Ohio State Stadium. He's that guy want to get behind. He's the chip on the shoulder. He's the... I, fuck that. I mean, I was part of that team. I, I, I admit it. I was. I was. I was a big Baker fan. I'm like, this is the guy that's going to take us to the promised land. It took many years of, of Justin just beating the shit out of me verbally with uh, anti-Baker and stats and facts. And I'm like, you know what? This is not the guy. This is not the guy that's going to get us where we have to go. This is not the guy that's going to have us win football games. But you know why? I came to that conclusion because I can I can see. I, I know football. I look at football. I understand football. I know what we need to do and what we, we, what we need and we don't need, and he's not what we need. I'm sorry that everyone else is just because he's a great guy. They're behind him. Oh, I didn't know Ramel was a Steeler fan. Sorry to interrupt. I had no idea. So he's a Steeler fan. I had no idea. Actually, you know what? I take that back. I when I was it. watching on Saturday, he was wearing a Steeler shirt. Forgot about that. I'm sorry, I cut you off completely. That's no, my it's fault. fine. I lost the train of thought. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. So the other thing too that that Lee mentioned was we ran out the most loyal person ever. Unfortunately, Browns fans, and this is where Tim, if you could cut away for a second, I'm going to let our guest in here to talk a little bit about Baker Mayfield. Oh, he came tonight. Oh, he's here. I, I didn't think he was coming. He's supposed to be here a couple weeks ago, but he came. Oh, he's here. Let oh. me go get him. All right. Well, I mean, honestly, I, I'm just. We've been trying to get this guy in the show for a while now. It's it's been a couple weeks. We've been putting requests in. He said no. He said no. But after this trade, he's like, guys, I'm coming. I said, okay, well, why don't you come on in tonight then? He's like, I'll be there. I'll be there around ten o'clock. And he's about nineteen minutes late, but he's here. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Jay Genie the Great. Welcome. I am the, oh, it's not showing up that great with the green screen. It's my genie hat. <laughs> I am the all knowing, the all seeing Jay Genie the Great. And this goes out to all you people that I've had to fucking talk to for the last two years where I told you about Baker Mayfield, how he's not that good. He's an average quarterback. In any other team, he wouldn't be successful. Stefanski has him in a perfect offense. I was right. Ladies and gentlemen, Baker Mayfield isn't wanted by anybody in the NFL. They are asking us to include draft picks for him. Can you imagine that? You have a number one overall pick that these Browns fans are clamoring and acting like is the greatest thing in the world, only to be told by the rest of the NFL, we're not interested. We don't want this guy. He's not worth the money. We don't want the de- we don't want to deal with the drama, the bullshit that comes along with Baker Mayfield. But you fans love this guy. And you say he's one of us. He's a working class Clevelander. You know how full of shit he is? He lies about all that. He is pandering to the fans. He knows what you want to hear because he understands as a common fan, it's easy to manipulate you. And that's what he's doing. And I knew that. And I told you all. That's why Jay Genie wears this magical hat. Because I'm here to tell you, I know everything. I knew Baker wasn't a good quarterback. I knew he was going to be gone. There were people I had to argue with that said Kevin Stefanski would be gone before Baker. 
in your fucking face, and you know who you are. I've told all of you. That is it. The magical wonders of Jay Genie. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I knew this was coming. I couldn't be happy. Yes, half my skull's missing. It's, get, uh, I feel like Genie, it's, uh, you're kind of freaking me out right now. Half your head's not here. I feel like I'm from Mars Attacks. I just have this huge <laughs> brain in here because I'm so fucking smart. And I told you all this was going to happen. You're so powerful, you're making half your head disappear. I like it. It's magic. I appreciate it. But I told you all that the, the Browns were going to be moving on from Baker. They had to upgrade the quarterback position if we ever wanted to win a Super Bowl. And it's almost as if Andrew Barry listens to me. Our prayers have been answered, Browns fans. Watson is not the Browns' answer. No Super Bowl. Jeff, I uh, appreciate the input, but I have to completely disagree with you on that. How on earth could you say that? Without... Especially to Jay Genie. Don't ever fucking argue with this guy. If Again, I'm all for great sports talk, great debate. If you can give me good reasons why you say no Super Bowl for the Browns other than just, oh, because they're the Browns. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I need to hear some fucking football. Give me some info. Give me some nuggets of information. Tell me why we're not going to go to a Super Bowl with him. Is it because he's too good? Is that a thing? You don't go to the Super Bowl if you're too good? Is it because we have Miles Garrett and a really good defense right now that we're not going to go to a Super Bowl with Deshaun Watson? It doesn't make any sense. I agree with you, Adam. I was in the same boat. Rookie season, I loved Baker. Ask Kyle. I got so much shit hanging up in my basement still to this day of Baker Mayfield. I bought his jersey. I was so fucking proud of this guy. Then year two came. Uh, some of you may remember the drunken night that I went on Facebook Live, and I talked about how great the Browns were going to do the night before they played the Titans uh, in the season opener. That was the classic moment right Very there. Very classic. And it didn't work out. That was the Freddie Kitchens year. We all know that that sucked. Can you say it's fair to say, though, the uh, the sophomore season is always the worst season for any quarterback? Most, not all, but, yeah, I mean, the sophomore slump is real. It definitely happens. Yeah. But, I mean, like, there are some quarterbacks that it doesn't affect. Like, you look at Joe Burrow this year, sophomore, Super Bowl. You look at Justin Herbert, sophomore, was a win away from the playoffs. Yeah. And that was on a team that had a very bad, like, a, a very bad defense. Let's just call it for what it is. That's why they went out and they got J.C. Jackson. They went out and got Khalil Mack. Because the AFC or the the AFC is loaded, but the Chargers realized their 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 issues and their their what they needed to improve, and they did that. That's what teams do. The Browns realized their weakest link in the chain was Baker Mayfield. It's funny because Baker's like looking at your head too. He's confused because he's he's going. I should have listened to this guy too because Lord knows I <laughs> Lord knows I tagged that fucker in so many posts to let him know that he wasn't good. And then just all the bullshit drama that came with Baker Mayfield, it's not worth it. And that's why teams don't want him. He, he, he's on social media. Uh, he's going on a sabbatical. Then he comes back to write this fucking bullshit letter to the fans. That, again, it's I completely truly believe to manipulate the fans. That was, his, that was his not getting traded to Indy right there. That, that right there was the reason why he didn't get traded. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's, that's, Indy would have been a perfect fit for him. They have a really good team. They have a good defense. They're, they just needed a quarterback, obviously. They looked at it and said, Baker's not much of an upgrade over Carson Wentz. We'll take this old guy And he over comes here. with all this baggage. Yep. Fuck that. We'll take Matt Ryan. We'll take the proven veteran, which is a good move for them. It's, 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 it makes sense as a, if you're the Colts. But I just wanted to come on here and rub it in some people's faces that I told you this was all coming. I knew it. How long have I been pumping the, the, pounding the table for Baker Mayfield to not be the quarterback? Because he was what's holding us back for a Super Bowl or for at least contention. And ladies and gentlemen, here we are. I was right. And with that, Jay Genie must return to his lamp till he comes out another time to rub it in your fucking faces that he's right. And we'll be back from a break in a little bit. We're going to step away. 
We're going to do some our some of our classic ad reads, and then we're going to come back and we're going to wrap up the show. And we have plenty more to talk about: baseball, March Madness, some of the crazy trades that happened in the NFL, and then of course, tip of the week. So stay right there. We'll be back in a flash. We'll talk to you soon. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, always have to give the shout out. Growing Wings Adult Services, the official sponsor of the State of the Art Studio 2 that we are here live tonight. Love it here. Lisa, thank you for everything. Growing Wings Adult Services is five years of experience taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, you give Lisa a call. 234-334-7547. Not only is there Studio 2, that must mean there's a Studio 1. There is a Studio 1. Detroit Auto Parts is the official parts store of Redline Radio. And that's actually where Studio One is above, featured right there. So give them a shout-out. Give them a call for anything you need. Uh, two convenient locations, east side. Call 216-531-7373. Or on the west side, 216-398-7373. Mention Redline Radio and get 10% off your purchase. Don't mention JG. Do not mention JG. Mention Redline. Not JG? Not not yet. We're still working on that. <laughs> So I don't, I don't, I don't know. When you were younger, did you, if you played with cars or anything? Like I used to sit outside and just and absolutely just, Hot Wheels, all absolutely. that good stuff. Absolutely, I used to play with cars and like just like trucks and everything. And and even I went through a phase where I got these, these gifted like NASCARs. Like I used to play with like race around a track. You know, as I got older, those cars they went away. They they got trashed, destroyed, and everything. But as an adult, I'm sure we all have that nostalgia. We want to go and just get you know these collectibles. But if you're looking for some collectibles, I'm telling you right now, you want to reach out to Pit Road Diecast. They have all these cool diecast collections and cars. Um, for all your diecast needs, you want to give them a call over at 216-355-2347. And if you mention Redline, not JG, uh, you receive 10% off your in-store purchases. I, I highly recommend it. I'll be in Vegas in about a month. I'm leaving for the NFL draft. Can't wait, huh? One spot I have to go to, thanks to Dave, telling me all about them. Rusty Spur Saloon. They're located in Las Vegas, Nevada. They've been voted the biggest hole-in-the-wall saloon for two years and running. And if you know me, you know I love a good hole-in-the-wall, so I cannot wait to go to the Rusty Spur Saloon. I mean, hole-in-the-wall bars are the, pl- the best place to go. When I, when I walk into a hole-in-the-wall bar, I like to walk in with some nice clothes on. But another place that likes to present and, and give you nice clothes to wear is Incredible Keepsakes. They actually make all the shirts that we have here at the studio. I don't have one yet. I know you don't have one, but we're going to get some soon. Um, but if you want to get some shirts, some any kind of keepsakes, some gifts, some whatever you want to give somebody, they can take care of you. Incredible keepsakes. You want to give them a call at 440-242-9648 or go to their website. It's at www.incrediblekeepsakes.com. And, of course, as Diane would say, cherished moments are made to last forever. Now, we were just talking about hole-in-the-wall bars, which, again, are one of my favorites. If you, if you own a hole-in-the-wall bar, if you own a nice bar, if you have any type of event coming up, or if you just want a fucking party, mm-hmm. may I recommend giving a call to Bad Juju. They're the official band of Redline Radio. You can call Dan today and book them at 440-225-0511. Bad Juju, check them out. Tell you what, now if you go to that hole in the wall bar and you party with Bad Juju, you're probably going to drink a lot, right? I would hope. You're going to go home, you're going to have a bad night, you're going to probably throw up, and you have to clean it up. you got to throw it in your trash can then, right? And that trash can is going to get disgusting. And if you have all that buildup and, and, and dirt and grime you want to get rid of, trust me, give Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning LLC a call. They will come out. They will clean your trash cans. They will make them fresh, sparkling, smelling better, no no maggots, no nothing. Um, they'll take care of everything you need. You can reach them at Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning LLC at 440-752-1533. 
Um, mention Redline Radio again, not JG, and you'll receive 10% off your first service. You know where you're not going to find any trash because you're only going to find gems. Where's that? Gems for your man cave. Absolutely. One of one sports cards and memorabilia in Strongsville, Ohio. They're located at 13221 Prospect Road. Walk in, take a look at all the stuff that they have. It's amazing. Check out their Facebook page even if you just want to see a little glimpse. When you walk into the store, though, again, mention JG. Call them right now, 440-638-4044. Just leave them a voicemail that says JG. They're not going to have any idea what you're talking about, but just do that. I'm really trying to make this a thing, so get on that. That is, again, one of one sports cards and memorabilia in Strongsville, Ohio. Can't recommend them enough. I'm a huge sports memorabilia guy. Check them out. We are going to do a remote broadcast from 101 Sports Cards. I, I, we're going to talk a new existence, I believe. One of these days. The one guy that can get that going for us, though, of course, is Dave. If you want to get in touch with Dave and you want to be a sponsor or you want to work with Redline Radio in any fashion, give Dave a call, 440-503-0828. We'll be back in a little bit with the second half of the, well, I guess the second third of the show. Yeah, that makes more sense. All right. See you soon. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, I want to do this one live while we're back on the show and not during the commercial break. Fuck it. We're doing it live. Piston Power Show next Saturday, April 2nd. Obviously, check them out April 1st, April 2nd, and April 3rd. Everyone's going to be there. Everyone from Redline, stop by, say hello. Obviously, don't interrupt the shows. Don't be a fucking idiot. If we're live... You want to say hello to me? You wait till my show's over with. You can give me a nod. That's about the most I want. Don't come interrupting my show. All right, we're not having conversations with people. But feel free to stop by at the Piston Power Show. I, I can't wait to do it. Next weekend, we're going to be the it's ones coming up fast, creeping up real fast. Ones with the green screen. Wait, what? We're, no, no green, no green, no green. Never mind. We're going to go with the banner. We have this a banner malarkey. behind us. This, this is bullshit. No, but next week though, Piston Power Show. Everyone's going to be there. We have Friday night. Uh, Money's Crazy Mind's going to be there. We have Tim Buck Two is going to be there every single day. Shout make out sure, to Tim. You, yeah, make sure you go there and say hello to Tim, and and honestly thank him for all the work that he does here. If you like anything that Redline does, you have to say thank you to Tim and Lee and Dave too. And I'm sure Dave will be roaming around also. But check it out. But Saturday morning, talking about balls, 10 a.m. Dr. Dan Rockingham, aka You're Dan Romer, kicking it off. We're kicking it off. It's also WrestleMania Day, day one of WrestleMania. We're going to be talking a lot of wrestling. Obviously, at this rate, there's going to be a shitload more trades that we're going to have to talk about. So come on by. Again, every show is going to be there. Tim's going to be there uh, Saturday night. We have Gary Wenner on Sunday. Dynamite Dave with the scoop on uh, Sunday. Honey Bad on Sunday. I mean, God, the list is endless, honestly. I mean, guys, you think I'm kidding when I say the list is endless. Look at this. You can't really see it, but there's a shitload of shows happening. A piece of paper with words on it. And if you like those shows, the Piston Power Show, you're going to love those shows on Redline at any time. You can check them out. If you miss a show live, you can watch it at another time. All those shows I mentioned and then some. We do shows every day of the week on Redline. Check them out, Facebook, everything. We can be found on every social media aspect. So check it out. Now, we had a comment here I wanted to read or uh, get to from the comment, it's a book. from Jory. So uh, look at what do we have for that one for Jeff. Look at the stats. The Browns run short of the end of the game and give up a bad game. Play calling on offense and defense. No, you're good. So I'm guessing what you're saying is that uh, we have bad play calling because we don't run the ball when we should, blah, 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 which was an excuse that a lot of people made uh, most of the season. Fun fact, for those of you keeping score at home, the Browns ran the ball more in 2021 than they did in 2020. The only difference, Baker Mayfield was more efficient in 2020. He executed the plays. When the quarterback isn't executing the plays, you can use the excuses of his injury, sure, if that's what you want to do. The Browns obviously saw through that bullshit. That's why they've moved on. So we're, we're not going to discuss the injuries anymore. It's a moot point. It's over. It's done. But again, with the running the ball, 
and you want to critique play calling, we ran the ball more this year than last year. So if you hated this year's offense because we didn't run it enough, you're wrong. We ran it more. So in your face, don't make me call Jay Genie back to tell you that you're fucking wrong again because I'll do it. He's right outside. He hasn't left yet. I hear him in there. Can you stop dropping facts? No, I have to. And then to Jory's point, he asked about uh, not blaming Deshaun Watson for the loss in the playoffs. You know, obviously, again, his defense gave up 51. That's a little harder to come back on than Baker Mayfield. Look at the stats. Again, I'm not going to break it all down. We've done it before. It's two years old. Go back and look at the game. Watch the play-by-play. How many times did we get the ball in the second half in a one-possession game and we had to punt where we did not execute on offense? You can't score the ball on defense. I it's, it's you four can. times that we got the ball we had to punt. Yeah, obviously a defensive touchdown can be done, but they're not that easy. Offensively, Baker Mayfield had the ball and an opportunity to take the lead. Multiple times. Multiple times, and he didn't execute. That's why that's on Baker's shoulders. Baker was going one-on-one with Case Keenum, or with Chad, excuse me, Chad Henney. I just read Case Keenum's name. That's why I thought of it. But So Chad Henney would get the ball. They would punt, or he threw an interception. Baker got the ball. We would punt. We wouldn't score a touchdown. You have to be better than your opposing quarterback. And if it's Patrick Mahomes, I don't hold that against the quarterback that much because Patrick Mahomes is a, is a dynamic player. Baker Mayfield should be able to beat Chad Henney. But some would say... And then again, there's that one ballsy play that Andy Reid called where nobody in the world thought oh, they'd go for it. That was an extremely ballsy play. I'm not holding anybody accountable for that. That's just something that, you know, you win some, you lose some. I'm talking about the previous possessions where we could have scored and we didn't do it. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, I was going to say, but some would say that it's because of Stefanski's play calling that we did not move the ball down the field. Not the li- limitations that Stefanski's playbook had because of the quarterback. Nobody I mean, it, wants to see that side of the equation. It basically, again, it boils down to execution. Stefanski called a play. Armchair quarterbacks and armchair coaches don't like it because it didn't work. So, for instance, we ran the ball against the Raiders. What happened? We got stuffed. Everyone goes, well, they should have thrown it. No fucking shit. Thank you so much, everybody at home. I didn't know that that might have been the opposite thing to do. I bet Stefanski knew that. Oh, there's the Green Bay game. Why is Baker throwing the ball? We should be running the ball. Well, you don't say. I am guessing Kevin Stefanski, you know more than Kevin Stefanski. If Baker didn't throw four interceptions that game, you guys wouldn't say shit about how we should throw the ball more. It's that Madden mindset, man. It's the lack of execution that, of course, in hindsight, you can go back and go, oh, well, they, of course, should have done this and should have done that. Kevin Stefanski just won Coach of the Year. Kevin Stefanski knows more about football than any of us will ever know. He'll forget more about football this week than we'll ever know. I think he knows what he's doing, ladies and gentlemen. When you speak in that voice, I picture you with a pipe and a robe on. Of course they should have done this. I feel like a dad, like I'm lecturing a child. Like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. That's kind of how I feel talking to people Go about to your it. room. You're not having dinner tonight. That's enough about the Browns Let's get for the this episode. Let's right move now. on. It's, it's March. It's March 23rd today. Oh. Fucking March madness, ladies and gentlemen. It's, we're in the middle of it. We're in the thick of it. Madness and How are your brackets at home, everybody? I want to see some comments. Are they busted? I guarantee there's not one great bracket in this chat right now. I mean, there's probably some decent ones. I mean, I looked at mine, and mine's not terrible. I'm not going to bore you Who with, with Saint it. Who had St. Peter going to the Sweet 16? Anybody? Not even St. Peter picked St. Peter. <laughs> so, obviously, that was the biggest upset in college, in college basketball history, in my opinion. A 15 beating a 2. St. Peter, Peacocks beating the Kentucky Wildcats. That's a great mascot, by the way. It really is. It's nice. Yeah, everybody's just busted. Busted. I mean, it, what a weekend, though. I have to say, that those were some of the most 
entertaining games Great I've seen games. for college basketball. Great games. Nearly all of them were close. Um, almost all of them were like, you know, there were a shitload of upsets. Every game was competitive for the most part. Yeah. You love to see it. Um, I, I just, I, I, that's the one thing I hate about college basketball in, in March Madness is a lot of times you get a 15 against a two and it's a blowout. So right. it's not worth watching. This one was like, yeah, exactly. I had Kentucky going deep too. I had them losing to Baylor, I think, to get to the final four. Where's, where's Baylor at right now? They made it a little further than Kentucky, at least. They <laughs> lost to my North Carolina Tar Heels, so I'm not too upset about it. But, I mean, what a fucking weekend. And then, yeah, Tennessee shit in the bed against Michigan. I want to talk about them. I always want to know, like, I was, yeah, Adam, we were actually watching a Tennessee game together that night for uh, Chipper's birthday. Um, but I always want to know what's going on with the, the, the seating. Like, who sits down and says, all right, you deserve a five, you deserve a six, you deserve a seven. Because, I mean, you think about it, the middle of the group right there, it's anybody's game. Uh, normally they're pretty good with it, the committee, when they come up with the numbers. But I, right. I saw – I didn't watch a lot of college basketball this season, I'll be honest with you. So uh, I'll, I'll preface it with that. But everything I saw once the selections came out, everybody and their brother, they were bitching and saying, like, how is this team an 11? Why is this team only – you know, why are they a 6? How right. is this team not higher? Like, it seemed like they fucked up everything, and it almost seems like it worked because look at how it benefited – Look at all the great matchups we had. It was, I mean, there was, there was this, like you said, some of the best basketball I've seen and the first opening weekend of March Madness before. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm technically still in it for my work bracket. Hopefully that continues, and we'll go from there. But more great games coming up this weekend. Yeah, oh, Tennessee, you had them winning it all. That's a bummer. That's yeah, a bummer. Oh, you're a Michigan fan. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, great weekend, though. I mean, great weekend of basketball, and then hopefully more to come. I can't wait for, for Friday. Or, or they, it starts tomorrow, right? It starts tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. My days of the week are all fucked up. All these NFL trades, I can't keep up with time anymore. Uh, spring training is happening. That's another thing that keeps fucking with me because wah, wah. the whole my whole year is just off with these holdouts and all this weird shit. The extra week in the NFL season, everything's screwed up. COVID's now over, so every, everything's getting back to normal. I'm all over the place. But spring training is happening right now. And one team that decided not to participate in the offseason this year are the Cleveland Guardians. They come out with a new name. But some things just don't change. And that's them spending money. That's them making a good team. That's them putting any effort into the fucking outfield. They have no interest this year. They're 3-1 they're and one in spring training now, so that's something, right? Did you see they gave up like 27 <laughs> runs the other day? Yeah. I mean, it looked like a football score. <laughs> that's their one loss. We played I think like, they lost today, too, by the way. We but. played like the Texans' defense against the Chiefs in that playoff game. <laughs> Man, what a disgrace. I mean, I can't even get excited for baseball season. Are you even excited for baseball season whatsoever? I am for baseball as a whole. I'm not excited as a Cleveland Guardians fan. Yeah, it's, I'm not. It's so I, I'm, I couldn't be less excited. Like, I know opening day is on Good Friday, so I'm off work already. Perfect situation to go good downtown. Friday? That's, that's yeah. great. Good, good for you. Yeah, I work for a bunch of Germans, and that's the one holiday they give us off. <laughs> they they go, very good. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I'll uh, go downtown and have drinks and beverages and everything, but that's, I'm not looking forward to the game. No, not at all. I mean, I, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, he did. One thing I did see, take it with a grain of salt, it, it was a report on Twitter, and it doesn't mean anything's going to come to fruition from it, but I did see that Jose Ramirez's people are in town in Arizona meeting with the Indians about a possible extension. That's the rumor that's out there. Ooh. They're going to us. It's going to be a trade. Or they're just trying to get they're trying to get everybody excited, and it's not going to be an extension. It's going to be, or, or they are talking extension, but the Indians are laughing them out of the room because they're going, we're not paying that kind of money. There's no fucking <laughs> way we're paying you that. So they might be there to discuss an extension, but I think the, How many the talks are going to be quick. Yeah, they're going to be like, no, 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 we can't afford that. Um, so quickly, I wanted to talk about a little fun fact nugget that I saw today. 
top five spenders in off in the offseason of baseball this year. And I, I don't know when this post was from. I found it. Uh, it it's a legit post, but I, it's a little outdated now because a couple signings have happened. But top five spenders in order. Rangers, Dodgers, Mets, Tigers, and the Philadelphia Phillies. Tigers? Yep. Top five spenders in free agency so far in Major Holy League Baseball. Holy shit. Now we go down to the the least five spenders in Major League Baseball in order. We'll go we'll go from five to one in terms of who spent the the, the so, least. So five is spending more than one, right? Yes. Got it. Okay. So I'll just lump these three teams together. So you have the Brewers, the Orioles, and the Reds. I forgot the exact numbers, but it's like the Brewers are like fifteen million, Orioles are like seven, and I think the Reds are like five. So they're they're throwing a little change out there. Okay. At the time of this post, the Guardians, second place, second least spending team. Nine hundred thousand dollars didn't even crack a million. <laughs> I think they did though when they event they signed Brian Shaw today. Which whoop de fucking do? Who cares about that? They signed Brian Shaw. Uh, that I think that puts us over the one million plateau. But who gives a shit? It's Brian Shaw for God's sake. And then the number one team that hasn't spent enough money in in spring training because they literally haven't spent any money. None. The Oakland A's zero dollars in free agency. Do you, Do you think the Dolans are just fucking with us? They don't. They just don't care. It's all about their profit, and that's it. Yeah, they have. I, I don't know what their end game is at this point because the 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 worst product they put on the field, the less fans are going to go. Right. The less fans that go, the less, the less money, money they that they get. get. But that gives them the excuse of why they don't put money into the team. So they're making money behind the scenes, not from ticket sales, oh, from TV other deals, things, their yeah. TV deal, shit like that. But they can then cry poor because fans don't come. Right. So it's a win-win for them. The, the Indians are an ATM for the Dolans. They are pieces of shit. I hate them. I, I called them the Indians again. I got I to gotta stop. I'm trying to call them the Guardians, but it's, you know, 32 years of calling them the fucking Indians. What do you expect Fuck from it. Until they put a team in the field worth rooting for, they're the Indians. It's okay. That's where they That's where they spent most of their money. Free agency was changing all the, changing all the field yeah, the naming Indians, and stuff. It's not cheap making all those jerseys and shit and all those hats they had to buy for the players. And like the other guy said, the broken sign that fell yeah. on somebody's head. And they, they decided to save a couple pennies putting up the sign and it almost killed somebody. Yes, but, thanks, Bill. They're never going to solve that streaming shit. Them and the Cavs get together in the same room and talk about it. Yeah, no, that's the one thing. I might be switching to YouTube TV eventually, but I'm pissed because I don't want to lose Cavs games. The Indian or Guardians, fuck them, whatever. They could take that away. I don't care. That's like a, a Thanos thing. If I have to sacrifice the Indians for the Cavs, I would do it at this point. Valley Sports' worst mistake is connecting it to a cable provider. Just have its own standing app. Yeah. You log in, you pay a subscription price, and whatever city or whatever region you're in, you get those teams. Now, no matter what region you're in, I don't think any of us can keep up with what's happening in the NFL right now. I, every day, feel like Charlie Kelly. I don't know where to begin. <laughs> I don't know who's on what team anymore. It's so hard. It happens in the fucking blink of an eye. What a Look at today. Tyreek Hill, never heard a bad thing about him in Kansas City. Never heard there was any issues he could be dealt. All of a sudden, a tweet comes out. They told him he could seek a trade. About an hour later, he's traded. That's how quickly things work in the NFL. He, he sought that trade. I'm, right. I'm sure it had started days ago. It just didn't leak because, you know, obviously to get the fine print of, of a whole new contract, that takes time. Right. So it took a little while to leak, but just the, the moving and shaking in the NFL right now is absurd. You have, when we finished last week, since then, some major trades. Devontae Adams, out of nowhere, traded to the Vegas Raiders. Who saw that coming? I don't think nobody. Like my phone zero. went off and I'm like, what? What am I seeing? My initial thought, because this was pre-Lamar Jackson, or, or Deshaun Watson, I'm sorry. Pre-Deshaun Watson, I go, fuck, there goes Derek Carr now. 
because I was still in the market for Derek Carr. So that was my first thought was now we're not getting a quarterback. Absolutely. Like, what are we going to do? I remember I spent that Thursday and, and most of Friday even contemplating what are we going to do as the Browns? Like, these quarterbacks Were you are, talking yourself into Matt Ryan for like a day or two? I had talked myself into Matt Ryan a long time before that. <laughs> Ask Bill. Bill, you're still with us. How long have we been talking about Matt Ryan on the Browns? It's been a long time. Uh, that was something that this was during the season. I even said, I'm like, that's a guy that you could probably get if you're willing to eat a yeah. little bit of money. And lo and behold, it happens. Don't make Jay Genie come out again because he can because I was all over that fucking Matt Ryan shit and Bill can attest to that. Um, but yeah, so so all of a sudden Devontae Adams gets traded to the Raiders with no warning. There was no talk of like he's looking for another team. I knew he was disgruntled because of his contract. Didn't think he'd go anywhere. Next thing you know, he's traded. So Derek Carr's off the board. I'm sitting there at work and I'm texting my friends and I'm going, uh, do, do we get Jimmy G? Can I just, can I get myself happy with Jimmy G as our quarterback? That's kind of where I was. Right. I had no bullshit. Cause at that point I'm like, you just, you can't have Baker back. You can't. No, it would, that bridge was burnt. That, that bridge was burnt. Wow. Jesus. I knew what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I thought he'd be going and I, I, th- I thought Carr might go because McDaniels was hired because a lot of teams, a lot of, uh, new regimes don't like to, to keep the old people. Maybe Josh McDaniels isn't a big fan of Derek Carr. Or you never know. Re- they burn it down to rebuild, yeah. So then, yeah, a guy goes to a new team, comes a new coach, and goes, all right, we're, we're going to get rid of him because Derek Carr is in the last year of his contract. So financially, it would have made sense if they moved on from him. It's not like he was he's in year two of a you know first-round draft pick contract, and they're going to get rid of him. Obviously, that's probably not going to happen. But a guy like Derek Carr, last year of his contract, he's about to get paid. Maybe Josh McDaniels doesn't want him. You never know. Maybe Josh McDaniels, this was in my thought process, they get rid of Derek Carr and they bring in Jimmy G because of the camaraderie from New England. Right. So I was trying to piece some shit together just like that Charlie Kelly photo. That's literally why that, that was posted because that's me trying to connect the dots of who's going where, who the Browns can still yeah, get. One I move, was all over the place. One moves a domino to another move. To, it, it, it affects every, it butterfly affects everything. Yeah. So that's literally me going, all right, Jimmy G's going here, and I don't even smoke, and I got a cigarette in my mouth. And I'm like, Jimmy G, if he comes to Cleveland, <laughs> then we can win a Super Bowl because of this, and I'm fucking freaking out. You had the I was losing my mind. The lines drawn, the strings drawn, the point A to point B. I like it. Yeah, I, I was going crazy. I was losing my mind. So you had Devontae Adams traded for a haul to Las Vegas. Signs a new contract, highest paid wide receiver. That quickly changed. Took a week <laughs> for Tyreek Hill to get traded and now be the highest paid yep. wide receiver in football. You have Matt Ryan traded to the Indianapolis Colts right after Atlanta was out of the Deshaun Watson running, which the Colts were a weird team. I saw the Colts linked to A, Derek Carr, who apparently was untouchable. I saw the Colts linked to Jimmy G, who we'll talk about that in a second. Still with San Francisco, no rumors of any other team. Yeah, so I we we've talked about Jimmy G where he might possibly go. We've mentioned you said I think you said the Saints possibly, but I don't think I think that that door might have closed and bringing Winston back. Seattle, but as you mentioned before, not trading in the same division. Yeah. So where does he go? And I, here's my conspiracy on that. Okay. Trey Lance isn't ready. You think I'm going to keep him Jimmy year? G's starting again. That's why there's been no rumors about bring, Jimmy G. Bring him back for one he's, more year. He's their quarterback again. Trey Lance isn't ready. That's my that's my thought on it. That's the only thing I can think of. There's nothing else that makes sense. Why would they hold on to him unless they're just going to say fuck it? He's a good enough what about backup. Carolina, maybe moving Jimmy G to Carolina. I just think at this point, because Carolina's not going to just take the bottom of the barrel. They did that already because right. they need somebody to take Sam Darnold because Sam Darnold's in his fifth year and he's making you know nearly right. what Baker's right. making. Yeah. So. I don't think they're going to want to pay uh, Jimmy G and Sam Darnold. Nobody's going to take Sam Darnold's money, and I don't think they want to eat it. 
if he gets traded at all. But I just think they're either going to go Jimmy G as the backup for Trey Lance in case of an emergency or injury, whatever, or Jimmy G is going to be their starter because he almost took him to a Super Bowl. I mean, for the Browns fans that love Baker because we won one playoff game, imagine how the Niners should feel about Jimmy G. He almost won a Super Bowl and then almost took, took him to him another, another one, Super yeah. Bowl. Talk about a professional. So, you didn't see never anything. said a word. Didn't write a fucking yeah. a, a, no letter, tweets, no letter to no pander letter. to the fans. We had a couple comments. I want to read those really quick. Who thought Carr was moving? Yeah, I talked about that one. Uh, Jimmy G would, would be a great fit with McDaniels. Absolutely. The, the, the familiarity with them. Carolina's drafting a QB. I agree Probably. with that. And then is Matty Ice still Matty Ice? That's a great question because you don't know. He is obviously past his prime, but in this day and age, he's stayed relatively healthy, doesn't have any major injuries. He's going to be behind a really good offensive line, a decent wide receiving core, a great running back, and a really good defense. Yeah, he didn't have that in Atlanta. Him. So it's, it's really hard to read a quarterback, too, on, on stats because that's another thing with Deshaun Watson. Look at Baker and his career. Baker has been catered to. They went out of their way. They got him Jarvis Landry. They got him Odell Beckham. He's got David Njoku. I mean, I know these guys aren't great, but they got him enough weapons to where he can be good. And then you look at a guy like Deshaun Watson when they gutted the Texans and they went 4-12. and 12. Yes, St- uh, win-loss record-wise, that hurt Deshaun. And his that, again, that fits everybody's agenda of look at the records. But they gutted that team. His numbers in that year, they went 4-12, and 12, but his numbers were MVP-worthy. He had a fucking phenomenal year. So some quarterbacks can overcome some things. And Matt Ryan was dealt a really raw deal in, in Atlanta for the last few years. His literal only weapon last year was Kyle Pitts. So... Curious to see how that works in Indianapolis. Obviously, as an AFC team, I hope it fails miserably. That's just me. And the Colts don't need him to be Matty Ice, though. Colts need him to come in and just be a, a very good game manager because their team is ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. They, that's why Jimmy G would have made a lot of sense for yeah. them because that's just a team that needs a good, smart quarterback that's not going to fuck up and win. This is their that's it. Yeah, I agree with Lee's comment. This is a Stanford movie. Yeah, I agree. They're, 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 all they were is a good quarterback away. I hate saying because I, I was a fan of Wentz. You're a fan of Wentz. They yeah, should have done it, it didn't last work last year, but it happens. And that's another thing, too, that's crazy to think about is you have a team like uh, Washington. The Commanders were the first team to make the quarterback move. They traded for Wentz. Now do you think they're kicking themselves because Baker's available? Possibly. But they can't trade for both, so they're stuck with Wentz. But are they now going, fuck, if I would have known Baker could have been had. And Baker was tied to the, the Commanders because there was rumors that Washington was looking at what they would it be worth to get, get him to trade for him. Yeah, Bill, great point. If you want a developmental quarterback, this is the year to do it. I, I don't think there's one guy that's ready to start day one. So that's why I, I would link Pittsburgh to possibly still taking a quarterback, whether that be Pickett, Wills, whoever, um, Willis, because um, they could sit behind Mitch Trubisky for a year or two. So great year to draft quarterbacks. Uh, we'll have more to talk about that next Saturday. Again, the Power Piston Auto Show. Check it out, IX Center. Next Saturday we'll be there, 10 a.m., Everyone's going to be there. If you're there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever day you're there, make sure you look for the Redline Radio booth. Come say hello to everybody. We're all going to be there any given time. Come say hello. And with that being said, we are ready for the tip of the week. Tim, start us off, my friend. Well, you know. Just the tip. I'm sorry. I got the name wrong. What the fuck? Well, you know, you know if, I, if I'm bringing the tip, the tip is going to be about food. And one of my favorite places is Chipotle. And if y'all did not know, Chipotle has a new chicken. Yes, it's a rooster, and I love it. Such a, such a sexual name. I know, right? It sounds sexy when you say it, too. Can I have some pale asado? Yes, you can. You slow it down with a deep voice. <laughs> some pale asado. Yes, yeah. sir. 
it, like fluent Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> so they, I think they just uh, season it with a little bit of lime and something else different. But it actually tastes really fucking good, yo. Good, huh? It's really good. Like um, I got it. Um, I just went with it. I ain't even try to taste it. I just knew it was gonna be good because what chicken ain't good. Um, and I loved it. It was like the greatest thing that they ever gave me. So I'm going back soon to give me some Chipotle chicken. I'm gonna have to get that before they get rid of it. That is that is a delicious tip from Tim. Yes, delicious yes, yes. Tip. A tasty tip. A tasty, <laughs> a tasty tip. tip. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. I guess it's my turn. It is your turn. Yes, sir. My tip of the week is um, I had a very lazy day um, over the weekend, and I've been wanting to watch a new movie, and I came across this movie on Netflix um, with the sexy one and only Ryan Reynolds, who I would give birth to his babies if I was able to. Um, it's called The Adam Project. I highly recommend this. Um, I said, You said you just watched it the other night? Yeah, last night. Just watched it. Great movie um time travel action comedy uh the kid that's in this movie fucking hilarious it, it, he mends and, and and goes well with ryan reynolds humor um and if you look at it there's two there's two there's a couple avengers in this movie um it's all marvel basically i mean if you look at the actors in this um, yeah, mark ruffalo the girl from uh, i forgot her name guardians, from yeah. guardians of the galaxy yep. zoe something yep so it's it's a great movie. Check it out. It's like an hour and forty five minutes long, but you'll definitely like it. You'll definitely want more of it, and and especially if you're a Ryan Reynolds fan, his humor carries to every movies. It's worth checking out. That's my tip of the week. Definitely, I, I, I second that tip. My tip of the week, just the tip for you at home, Louis C.K. He has a new special that came out a few weeks ago, months ago, whatever. Uh, it's called Sorry. And it's available on his website, lucyk.com. Check it out. He's got all of his specials available. Super cheap. It's like 10 bucks. You can get it and own it. It's, it's such a good deal. He doesn't care about anything like distributing to Netflix or whatever. It's just go buy it from his website. Great special. It's called Sorry. Uh, some of his finest work. I'm a huge Louis C.K. fan. He's personally my favorite stand-up comedian of all time. And I think he's at the top of his game still, even at like a 50-year-old, as a 50-year-old man was or whatever. Was this the what, stuff that he was like working out when we went and saw him a couple years ago? This is about this? half of that. Okay. So right. that was when he was just starting everything, and then it, it finished up and blossomed into this, and it's, it's fucking brilliant. So you only can get it on his website, nowhere else? Yeah, it's just cool. available on lewisck.com. So highly recommend checking that out, and uh, that's my just the tip. Now. I'm going to try to become your new favorite comedian. It's big shoes to fill, but I think you can do it. <laughs> that's going to do it for talking about balls today. On behalf of everybody here, the world has no use for another scared man. What the world needs right now is a fucking hero. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night.